Yes. How was your day? My day's been fantastic, you know. I'm just enjoying life. You know, my book has been out for weeks, so I'm good. I'm really good. Life is really good right okay. now. And he said he has a book. So a little later on in the show, we're going to get into um, doing a, a little soft interview with the with the one and only Dr. Love. And, you know, he'll give you a little bit more information about said book. All right? What happened last week? Oh, what happened last week? Yes. Well, you know, hey, man, listen. We broke camp. Mm-hmm. We broke camp. <laughs> and, uh, we went to a Monopoly tournament. <laughs> don't tell nobody. We can't disclose the area we was at because we don't want to get caught again. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, we talked about wrestling. Uh, Black-owned businesses. Black-owned businesses. Pros and cons. Yes. So, instead of me sliding in and giving my opinion, because y'all heard that last week. Right, right. We have a guest. Yes. So let me let me let, 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 let me get a, let me get a little idea of where you want to go. Look, he got, you know what to do? Get that drink. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So last week we talked about the pros and cons of supporting, patronizing black-owned businesses. What would be your input on that? All right. So the thing about supporting black-owned businesses, I come from a consumer aspect because I am an active supporter of black-owned businesses. I see somebody that look like me doing something that is giving the service that I want, I will go out my way to support them. And for the most part, I get great service. Mm -hmm. But so I come from the person who is a black owned business and I come from the consumer aspect. The pros and cons is this. When you're a, a black owned, when you're a business, forget about anything. You just gotta temper your expectations. Don't think because a person looks like you, they're supposed to support you. Mm. Mm -hmm. And when they support you, you tr you're supposed to treat them like they're your best customer. And I've had experience where because of skin color, people show out for certain people than, certain, than others. Mm. So whenever you're in a business and you're the business owner, you're supposed to come in with this idea that you're trying to earn more business. Mm. Cause you're gonna get that business at that moment, yeah. but you showing out so you can get more business. Cause that person, you know, knows people and they know more people. You want to treat that person like they're the most important person in the world. Mm -hmm. But now, and from a consumer aspect, you have, we have every right to give our dollar to whoever we choose to. Mm -hmm. And if I feel like color or not, you're not the person I want to give my dollar to, I have every right for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. You don't need to know why, you don't need to ask why, you don't need to inquire. And another tip I would say is, the one thing that turns me on person turns me off personally from business is when you use the angle of black owned. So that's just my quick thoughts. I just want everybody to be in a space of treating everybody as regular people mm -hmm. in business and don't try and not even regular treat them as somebody special because they're taking time out the day to patronize your service okay cool cool okay so for those tuning in uh please um if you are not familiar you may want to turn your phone on auto rotate uh because the show will be in a um landscape view 
So if you don't have your phone on auto rotate, mm -hmm. when you're looking at us, you're probably not going to get us all in the screen. Okay? That's just an FYI. All right? So, hello, Cadley Boy Jones. Um, what's good, Angie? Mm. Katrina, Simone. What? Who else we got? Um, I'm trying to figure out how she see all these damn people. Lance. <laughs> <laughs> what? Right there. Where? Oh, Lance, Desiree, thank you all for tuning in. And everyone that's tuning in on um, Instagram, hello, hello, hello. Unfortunately, I won't be able to see who you are. Like I said, I'm going to try to figure something out here momentarily so that I can at least see what you guys are saying, uh, you know, so you're going to just give me un momento, por favor. Okay, very good. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. Mm. While I'm trying to get these schematics and whatnot taken care of, so that was his input. Um, anything else you want to say? I'm good. Hey, man, he pretty, much, he pretty much covered everything we already talked about. All in a nutshell. All in a nutshell. Dr. Love. Doing this thing, <laughs> and, and you know, and it's just funny just to add on that real quick. It's like I I don't mind supporting black owned businesses. You know, uh, I I I look for them. Mm -hmm. However, I'm looking for who has the best bang for my buck oh. with quality, of course. Okay. You know, because some things services products and services you know you don't you you looking for the quality mm -hmm. so i anticipate paying more right. however i don't anticipate to pay i don't expect to pay more for equivalent products or service <laughs> you understand what i'm saying yeah. from any like i mean if it was the irishman <laughs> and they had what i was looking for same quality, same everything, and it was $5 cheaper. I'm going to where my bank, my book is getting the best bank. Point blank. I agree. I mean, I agree. For one, but I won't settle for poor customer service from nobody. I agree. I'm a huge customer service person, and I believe in. You know, if this is your, if, especially for the entrepreneurs out there. So all entrepreneurs listening to this, okay, share this with your friends too, okay? Mm -hmm. If you are an entrepreneur, it's hard work, right? Okay. We know that. Number one, it's hard work. You got to put in twice as much effort and, and energy when you are doing doing it, right? So if you are going to be doing whatever it is you got out there going process. You need to make sure that your top priority outside of earning money, earning a profit, is quality customer service. And no, the customer is not always right. But what, what can you do in order to keep your recommendations and reviews being negative. If it's 10% or, hey, when you come back, appetizers on me, there's something that can be done in that moment to make that person happy. 
that everybody don't always want a free meal. So all I, I just want to end it by saying, make sure at the very least you have a contingency plan in place to ensure that your customer service and all that is employed by you, under you, for you, on behalf of you, yeah. is extending the same energy to to your clients slash customers. That's all I got to say. All right. Well, I want to say, hey, Desiree Williams and hey, Vaughn. But if somebody is specific, right? I got oh, to get it Jesus. right. There you go, specific. All right. So last week, we had a guy on by the name of Robert Hamilton. He said he had a black-owned grocery, like bodega-type thing mm-hmm. going on in Sanford. I had forgot you. I'm going to get to you. Mm-hmm. Number mm-hmm. My num- and number two is, how do we change the narrative of, of that, right? Mm-hmm. So I came up with a with a plan. So if you go to a black-owned business, right? Hear me out. You go to a black-owned business and the customer service was great and everything, your experience was good, I would like y'all to do either A, go live or do a video posting that particular place saying, I just love this black-owned business. Mm -hmm. This is what I experienced there. And y'all should try it out. If we do, if we create this movement, this is how we take one step in the right direction for us as a culture getting better. Absolutely. I agree. <laughs> Absolutely. I agree. And I want to go backwards quickly because I do see this little negative aspect of people that support black owned businesses. Mm-hmm. There are some consumers that expect more than they're supposed to from black owned businesses. And when they don't get what they expect, they go out and trash them. All right. And I want to speak quickly to let those people know that is uh, that is not necessary. Right. You know, and I agree that we need to do more of promoting our own, especially if you're getting great service. Mm-hmm. And they're going out the way. I I remember I was eating at a restaurant, right? And they just asked me, how, how was the service? I said, it was great. I enjoyed it. The food was great. Yeah, the food was on time. She went and got her manager, came to and was like, yo, and explained to them. And they said, Anytime they ask for a manager, it's always something negative. Mm-hmm. It's great to know that somebody appreciated what we do. And we have to recognize that, for one, these, if you waiters, waitresses and waiters are not getting the pay, pay they should get. Right. They're not getting the greatest. So mm-hmm. sometimes, they, they, I don't agree with bad customer service. Mm-hmm. But we know that if they're not getting treated right by the service they give you. Mm-hmm. So as long as you get your food in a timely manner, don't be too crazy. Still tip them. Give them the, the mm-hmm. biggest support. But if they go out your way and do it, be willing to give it up and let them and let it be known that yo they've done a great job because you don't know what type of energy that you're impacting because people feel when people feel appreciated, mm-hmm. it makes them go harder. Okay. So, and last thing before we get into the interview part, mm-hmm. um, if you are an inspiring business owner, understand, know your market, right? Baby talked about this last week. Know your market and understand that if you want people to come to you, understand the market, get something of value. Because, like, we all know about us cutting yards, pressure washing, hair, 
you know, all the African-American things. But guess what? We go to regular places and we want regular things too. Right. So understand where you at, know your market, and cater to your market. Right. Other than the other stuff. And look, I love my lawn, my lawn people. Okay, my lawn service providers. I love them. Okay, they come, they pull up. I love everything about them. I love getting my car washed. Like I love that all these things are available, no doubt. But what I would love to see even more of is where I can actually spend more of my dollars within the community with essential goods products and you know products i should say that i use on a regular basis i.e groceries uh toilet you know my household goods as far as toilet paper and things like that you know somewhere i can go and, and it can be equivalent to a family dollar or a dollar general i will i will patronize your business yeah seriously so that's what I was meaning last week with regards to if there were more other than, you know, because I don't get a hair, I don't get the hair, you know, I don't tell, but then if I have to go buy hair products, I have to still go outside of, it's not a black owned business where I can go and buy hair care products for my hair. But we like number one in the industry of purchasing. purchasing. You know what I'm saying? I'm sick and tired <laughs> So, you know, it's like, come on now. And everybody don't want to wear weave. Yeah. But anywho, neither here nor there. All right. Let's get to so it. So before we get into the show, mm-hmm. y'all ready? Y'all, yeah, want, ready? y'all ready to do this? Uh, ready. Yeah, All right. Well, but quickly, let me shout out my boy, Jay. Yeah, go ahead. He gave me some love in the comments. Okay. So salute to you. He's out in Jacksonville. Woo, so woo. Salute. Thanks for showing up. Thanks for the love. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thanks for the yeah. love, man. Thanks for showing up on the show. If it's your first time, put click the button. If it's your first time. Let us know what you're sipping on, ladies and gentlemen. Baby, what you sipping on? Baby is sipping on. I think the whole table uh, is. Whoa. Oh, I'm sipping on. I finally. First of all, shout out. I didn't even want to say the name. Shout out to my hump, my friend. Okay. <laughs> for looking out for finding the crown peach. Able to pull up, mm-hmm. and and make that thing happen, happen. So I'm super excited that I'm able to have that with with what I normally chase my drinks with is mm-hmm. a ginger ale. You know, I'm I'm coming in swing. <laughs> I'm hit the, I hit you with the the crown peach too, Bill. Thank you, whoever. But then I took a little page out. Of, <laughs> I took a little page out of my boy Norris. He said, you know, I'm gonna put this in with some um. It was a water cooler, but I said, no, nah, I'm gonna up the it. I'm hitting with a hard mic. Mm-hmm. I'm hitting with a hard mic strawberry. Hard mic strawberry crown. Double the liquor, all the pleasure. <laughs> 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 I'm taking a notebook and putting notes sitting there with the hard liquor. <laughs> and, and the thing is, ironically, that hard mic, first of all, I actually, I've been drinking hard mic lemonade since I went illegal to uh, drink. But you know that ain't no that ain't nobody's business. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm grown now. I've been grown for a long time, long time, long time. As a Caribbean, you just drink, drink. Yeah, drink. yeah. We drink this drink. Okay. I think I drink my first taste of liquor, like first having drink, because I had a pitcher. Mm-hmm. 
beer at the age of three. So I'm not going to say my first time drinking is three. Okay. But when I drank, drank, I was about 13, 14. So yeah. I mean, That's the sound about right. Shut them down. Shut them down. Shut them down. <laughs> yeah. But the hard might lemonade. Uh, hard Mike's, not lemonade, Hard Mike's strawberry right. is mixed with the Crown Royal Peach. It actually tastes really good. And be careful. Yeah, because you will drink it like it's a Fanta soda of some sort. Be careful, because I'm saying if you're not a strong drinker, I advise you to be in the comfort of your own home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So you can just lay down whatever you need to. Right. What you sipping on, man? I'm over here. I got I got Uncle Jack over here. Oh, okay. That's what I, I'm talking I got about. Some Uncle Jack here with some with some ginger ale. It's it's a pretty nice mix because it's honey, so it's a little sweet, but mm. the ginger ale kind of levels it out. So. Yeah. Okay. That's my go-to. Finally, it ain't me. It ain't me. My man said, I knew the 
mean? like to you? Literary success for me is it's a chapter in my book. It's actually the last chapter. The impact this book has when we're no longer in existence. That's my angle because one of the books in one of the books that inspired me was Think and Grow Rich mm-hmm. by Napoleon Hill, mm-hmm. and we're in twenty twenty. And this book was written in 1935, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So this book changed the landscape of thinking and enlightenment mm-hmm. on a level that it's not. So if I, that will be my angle is to know that even when I'm no longer here, I'm impacting the world. That's what I'm talking about. Hey man, listen. When he said that. I went back like 30 years. Like, I'm looking at myself 30 years later, like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was in the time machine, like, oh, going to the future. <laughs> all right, all right. So, do you view writing as a kind of spiritual practice? It is. I definitely view it that way because when you that's why they talk about writing goals. You write your goal, you're communicating with the universe what your commandment and what you want and what your desire is. So writing is a way to communicate. And I have personal evidence on why I believe that's that's the case. Okay. Alright. I'm gonna ask a couple more questions. And so simplest. If you got a question other than what I'm going to, uh, I know the question you want to know, like how to find him. Don't worry. That's going to be on the list of questions. All right. So hold tight. All right. What is your favorite childhood book? (laughs) That's a good one. Yeah. Do you have one? I mean, at least. I do have one. Okay. Um, When I was in high school. Because as a kid, I was not a kid. Once I got to teenager, that's when my reading kicked up. Reading one of the biographies of Malcolm X. Okay. That was wow. a mind-blowing thing for me. It kind of shaped my understanding of life. Because the thing about Malcolm X's book is, it was a, like, we didn't learn Malcolm X in school like we learned about Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. So, to read a book about Malcolm X, we kind of see why we didn't learn about him in school, right. and but why it was necessary for us to know him. Okay. Yeah. So, that was one of my favorite books. Wow, biography of Malcolm X. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's deep. How does your family support you? With your books? I have a set of family out in Canada right now. And because of the, this pandemic, where I, I have to directly ship them books, but they've been hitting me up and saying, hey, when you get books, send it to me. And they've been talking about me sharing it. And I'm, that's in a whole nother country right there. So. Oh, that's, that's deep, boy. That's some love right there. So, I, that's that love I'm uh, looking for. So right there is is that. But I come. I, my family's been very supportive. Um, it was amazing because when I got my, even my grandmother, who's 96 right now, turning 97. What? Oh, 97? 
That's a guy, dog, almost a century oh, worth of knowledge. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She has older brothers, actually 100, but that's another conversation. Oh, man. But um, so she she actually picked up and she read some of my book and it was chilling to see it, my mother and my grandma because I had brought it and it's like, hey, let me see the book. They was reading it. They read some of my um dedications and my acknowledgments and stuff. So it was definitely a great feeling because I know that they supported me and they're grateful for this path I'm on. That's dope. That's dope. All right, so I'm gonna read one of the uh, viewers' question. How did you figure out what to write about? Order. Okay. Oh, Go ahead. Yeah. All right. Um, I it was in my soul for the longest. It was some. I knew that I wanted to do something in the self development field because I I had a long development, and I'm going to say this. I was I was considered special ed from grade one through twelve. Mm. Wow. So. From the time I got out of kindergarten, they put me in special education. I went to a full school, Darren High School in Montclair, New Jersey. But that was a high school, and a regular school, we bounced around from Garwood, Kenilworth. If you're from New Jersey, you know what I'm talking about. So that was was the thing that, um, that drove me as I became an adult because I always never felt that I was special and I always felt that I was special but not Ed. Mm-hmm. And I knew that there was more to me and more than what they were categorizing me. So as I got older and I gained knowledge and I went through some things in my life that I do talk about in the book, it got me to the point where I recognized it's, if I can do this, how many people are like me? Who've been told that there, um, there, there was this, and they turn out to be great, or there are people who don't know how to become great because they've been held down by the system that made them believe that they were lesser when they know that they're more. So yeah. that was the reason why I. This was the reason why I need to write the book. And that's why the title is called Level Up. Aha! Yes, absolutely. Level up. So I'm gonna I'm gonna end on my questions with. First of all, you just said the name of the book, Level Up. So how can the people find this magnificent book? Would you like to read something from the book? Can I read something? Sure. I'm going to read the first chapter. The first chapter will let you know the type of tone I'm talking about. The first few paragraphs I'm going to do. All right. So, got to be loud. So, all right. So... (laughs) This book is called Process. This book, each chapter, I call it Process. So it's not chapter one, it's Process One. Okay. The reason why I call it Process because it's a process to learn the information and implement in your life. Plus, you got to process the information to get to that point. So it's a it's a double entendre behind it. And it's a reason why I chose that instead of chapter. So Process One is called Man in the Mirror, which is one of Michael Jackson's song. And it's also meaning looking yourself in the mirror and recognizing who you are, not just from the physical, but from the internal. So the so I'm gonna start it off the first so process one man in the mirror. The first part of growth is to take an honest look at, at the person in the mirror. Now what I mean by honest is to be objective with no emotions. 
One thing that is difficult to do is to judge yourself without emotion because for you to do that, you must be able to disconnect your feelings from your life. Most people think that being honest is telling someone how they feel about someone or something. Example, I don't like that person. Or, I think they are morons. That's not being honest. Being honest is speak on someone or something without putting them on a bad or good light. For example, me and that person don't vibe well. Or, I don't think they understand what I, what I was trying to get across to them. Being honest starts with yourself. Being honest with yourself starts with looking at everything you've done from your triumphs to your letdowns and everything in between. Realize in life that you're not as good as your achievements and not as bad as your failures. You're always in between. Don't get me wrong. You have an aptitude to be great and greatness starts with knowing exactly how good you are in certain areas. It's nothing wrong with humility. Let Allow others to tell you how great you are. This also is a great time to assess your character. I know that you believe you are a great person with high qualities, but you also have character flaws that have affected some relationships you have with certain people. In process four, we're going to talk about how to distance yourself from toxic people. But in this process, we're going to address the toxic energy in you. Okay. Man. Yes. That's right on time. Now. They need to hear that right now. <laughs> if you want to get your book called Leveling, Level, Level Up. Level Up, How to Start Living Your Best Life Now. And quickly with the title, I want to tell you what made me come up with this. Mm -hmm. I went through depression in 2017 going into 18. So when I got out of that, my response was, it's time to level up. Mm -hmm. So I was hashtagging level up 2018. Mm -hmm. Then 2019 came, hashtag 2019. Mm -hmm. And we're in 2020, so it's level up 2020. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's part of my growth in this. And then how to start living your best life right now. It comes from a song that I heard from Cardi B. And um, it's Cardi B featuring uh, Ch uh, Chance the Rapper. Listen to that song. I caught a feeling. And right then and there, it's like, that's what I'm going to name the book. Because <laughs> it's called Live Your Best Life. Um, that's right. So, it's, 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 so from that, that's how I came up with the title. No doubt. Yeah, no, that's good. I mean, I mean, it's relevant, you know. Like, unless you really an old old head, you won't know. And them old heads live their best life too, right? But I mean, yeah, I know what you mean. Because so many older, more seasoned are on social media platforms, oh. or they have children or grandchildren. That are exposing them to social media platforms, they are they're able to understand a lot of these things that you're saying as far as the why the, you know the, the why of your your book title and every you know and I like the what that you know your first chapter is just like like you went into the the start of this book like all right gloves off right <laughs> boom <laughs> face yourself because everything from there be it, it's it, you know what I'm saying. It starts with self. Absolutely. Before you begin to 
want to dissect other people or mm-hmm. the situation, you got to look look, with at, it, yourself. look at yourself. And, mm-hmm. and, and that's where we talk a lot about accountability. Absolutely. You know, your due diligence, your owning your role, owning your responsibility, your part, etc. So that's that is freaking amazing. Where can they find this book? All right, so right now at this moment, you can go on Amazon, mm-hmm. look up Level Up, How to Start Living Your Best Life Now. Mm-hmm. Also on this post when I'm when we're done, I'm gonna post a yes. link on the oh, comments absolutely. so you can go check it out. Just go directly to the collect the link. So cool. You could if you're on for those that's on IG, you can follow me, mm-hmm. Dr. Underscore Love Jones. So it's Dr. Underscore Love Jones. Find me there once you click on. The, there's a link that goes straight to the book. So mm-hmm. on social media, you can find the you can you you find me, you find the link. Absolutely. <laughs> so, you see me, you see the link. Absolutely. So, so your 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 handle again on IG is Dr. Dr. Underscore Love Jones. All right, and Facebook. Facebook. You my personal page is Javon. A Jones, mm-hmm. my I have two pages, so there's Javon Doctor Love Jones. You can find on Facebook, and then I have my book as a page, so you can follow those two pages, and you'll get updated on the book and everything too. Because there's more that's coming out of the book because it just yeah, released on do, Friday. You got to you got to do like book club. You got to do like workshops. Absolutely, they can link you up with our body B. Absolutely. Uh, this. <laughs> well, you know what? No, no, no. Think about it. Don't you do? Don't you do like a little motivational? Little Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. and it's amazing because when I was going through creation period, I fall back on my on my videos. But mm-hmm. one of the things I do is give motivation. I call it success tips. So we go. So sixty minutes of me just telling you things that you could do to better yourself your life, your career, and whatever you want to do in life. Because the ultimate goal, everybody wants to be successful. Yeah. And success, is not. there's no rule to it. You can make $50,000 a year and consider that successful. But it's about getting to that point where you're satisfied. And many people don't get to that point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. That was okay. good. That was good. <laughs> all right. So, again, if you all are looking for him, you can find him on IG at Dr. Underscore Love Jones. Mm, yes. All right. Facebook, he has three pages. His personal page, Javon, um, and that's J-A-V-O-N-E. One N-E Jones. Yes. A Jones. A Jones. A Jones. And then he have Dr. Love. Dr. Javon, Dr. Love Jones. Page. That's a page. And then the level up book page. All right. So there's ways, but don't worry. You'll be able to get access to all of them because they will be posted on the link. On the links down below (laughs) when the show is over. We'll make sure they're there. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, I'll update the header so that they'll be at the top. Um, It'll be in the comment section, but I'll put it in the top as well. Um, how to at the very least I'll have his name page name tag so you can just click on it you know because you know we are in an instant gratification society and so people want to just push 
no more than three times. Studies have shown that they don't want to push That's more than three times. They found it. Oh, it's a man, it's a man, it's all right with me. You are, you know what I'm saying? I don't care what they say about you. Nah. Yeah. We don't say nothing, right. man. You cool. That's it. So sad. <laughs> you don't even know. You don't even know you, but that's it. <laughs> yeah, no, he's good people. He's good people. That's my internet buddy. That's what's up. That's what's up. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. So there's that. So. On another note. Oh, we're going to take the gloves off. Take the gloves off. All right. So the good thing is the segue into what he was speaking about, you know, just in the first few paragraphs of his book um, and talking about leveling up and facing who you are, you know, and this, that, and third. So tonight our topic um, was inspired by we were looking at a um, another page and just kind of listening and going back and forth and so forth with should we go with it? But you know what? This is the conversations and we ain't we ain't never scared. All right. Okay. I'm a little okay. nervous now. Just playing. What? I just playing. I just playing. I just playing. I don't give a fuck. Nah. <laughs> you know what word to put. So the topic tonight. <laughs> Um, is about playing the victim. Black people playing the victim, being victimized. Okay. Um, and, do we get a pass? Huh? Do we, and do we get a pass? And should we get a pass? Mm -hmm. Right, yeah, yeah right. Mm -hmm. Should we get a pass for things that has and have has and is occurring? Who wants to who wants to start this off? You. Okay. I can do it. I'm out on love. Yes and no. <laughs> I mean, I look at it two different ways. So should we get a pass for our history of oppression? Absolutely. But how far does that pass go? Well, the immediate first thought was yes, because just recently we had my man who was jogging on mine, right? Ahmaud Arbery. Uh, Ahmaud Arbery. Yeah, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry for you know what happened to you. You know, hope your family, you know, can recover and have peace on that, right? Right. But then he was jogging and got gunned down. Right. So what does that really say? No, we're not past the things that happened in the past yet, because every time we think we're gonna turn the corner, right. it's something. Pulling us back. Remind you. Remind us that we ain't there yet. And we ain't there yet. You know, not only that, let's think about Colin Kaepernick a few years back, taking a knee, and how the whole world, how the whole world, right, mm -hmm. came up against the man because he exercised his First Amendment right. Can I, can I jump in? Yes. Slide in. All right, so. Your turn, your turn, your turn. All right, so rest in peace to, what's his name? Ahmad. Ahmad Arbery. Ahmad Arbery. Yeah. It's a sad that anytime someone loses their life senselessly, especially when there's a racial motivation behind it. Mm. It's a tragedy. But I'm going to go real different than other people are going to expect. What I want more 
it's justice, not just news. Right. Because we get these news, mm-hmm. we get fired up, mm-hmm. we get emotionally turned, mm-hmm. and then we get this big ass letdown. This big letdown. This big letdown mm-hmm. when there's no follow up. Now, mm-hmm. I didn't come from the grid. I came from the I seen many cases of mm-hmm. things happening and never touched the news. And we really know the news is the news pick and choose hot button topics because you know it's gonna emotionally charge us. Mm-hmm. And what we do is we get charged up with it and not recognize what we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, until justice is being served, I don't wanna hear about it. Okay. Because all I'm going to do is get charged up about emotional. what this is, this emotional, to be let down by the justice system one more time. Yeah. Right. Makes sense. Now, the second thing I want to touch on is Colin Kaepernick. I had to slightly disagree with you. Okay. I think the world stands with Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick. I think there's a few elites that want to stand in his way. But I'm going to say this right now. Mm-hmm. Colin Kaepernick is not the NFL right now because of one major thing. He's bigger than the NFL. I could agree. He's bigger and eh. I'm gonna tell you why he's bigger. There are many people who do not watch the NFL know who he is. And there's many people that watch the NFL know who he is. I don't listen. Uh, no. I, I, I feel you. <laughs> I feel what you're saying, but no. No, 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 no. I mean, he was, at the end of the day, I was reading something earlier. He was really just a pawn. In the grand, a greater scheme, a greater financial ploy for my other I agree. entities. I agree. So, but I agree. I'm going to slide past all that and I'm going to get to what the people say. Okay? So, first person come out, Mr. Williams, no, we should not get a pass. Then he also comes back. And he says, let the past be the past, right? Okay. Dwell in the mis- in that misery and struggle. We must build toward our future. Let's stop right there. <clears throat> I'm going to stop right there. Okay. So, like, listen. It sounds good, you know, in theory. But when you cross that Mason-Dixon line, it's a difference between coming from somewhere, somewhere else and coming to the south. It's just a difference. Yeah, we free, but these people are going to let you know every time where you stay. So it's not like it's not like uh, we can get past it. You know what I'm saying? It's not like we can get really past it because, it, you know, it's just here. We live in Florida. So here in Florida, you just, some parts of Florida, you know what you're going to get into. I, I agree with you. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> you have to realize that time is time is an illusion. Okay. So time exists in one space where one space different rooms. So time exists in this moment, very moment, because you can go and think back to a past in your childhood mm-hmm. at this moment. And there's certain instances where you know what was around you, what what you was doing, who was there, and you can be in there like it's the present moment, and just like you do with the future. 
So when we say that past is the past, the past is never the past because the past is always something that's going on concurrently. You mean the slavery may not be happening in the way it's happened in the past, but slavery still is happening. Mm -hmm. It may not be just blacks being targeted, but there's a lot of blacks that's missing right now that has not been found. What do you think is happening to them? So slavery is still happening under our noses. So we cannot sit here and say it's the past because it's our current situation. However, that it may not be your reality. And your reality may be different. So it's also to be aware of what's going on, but also know that you can be the very difference. So though I agree, I can never agree let the past be the past because the past is always repeating itself. Right. Man, you hit it right on the head, bro. All right. And before, baby, before you tackle this thing like you always do, um, he brought up something and it instantly made me think of something I watch. Right. So this is unconventional, but it's conventional. So <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So recently, I watched uh, the TV series The Watchmen. Right. Watchmen. The TV series The Watchmen on HBO. Okay. All right. So in that, they had. You know, KKK members trying to figure out how to brainwash America. So they were sitting back, right? They were sitting back in the room, blah 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 blah, repeating things, and then they projected it on movie on the movie screen while you're watching the movie. And then all of a sudden, everybody in the movie theater, movie screen, movie theater, right. But the people that were in the movie theater were African American. Excuse me, blacks. Right, they were African American, so they was. But see, here's the thing: where did this They're come projecting from? Projecting an agenda. So I said that movies. I said that to say this: it started one way back in the day, and now they're trying to evolutionize it. Evolution, evolutionize this thing. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. So don't get it twisted. It's just coming at you a different way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Carry on, baby. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, everything you're saying is you right on point. So I'm going to read a few more things of what the people the people say. Mm -hmm. Our history informs our fight. It doesn't justify apathy. The letdown is because we are not looking towards the future and how to change things for the better. Mm -hmm. Now, with that, I agree, but I disagree to some magnitude. And the reason why is because, as we kind of been saying, uh, you know, you all mentioned, it's what I can get beyond if it's not, if it wasn't a recurring event mm. of some magnitude. Okay. Um, Speak on it, baby. It, you know, we're constantly reminded that we have a place mm -hmm. and it is definitely not to be superior. Okay. It's not to be dominant. And so, be, and, and back to what you mentioned. As long as we're not seeing justice, there is no peace. As 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 as, as the protests say, no justice, no, no peace, peace, no justice, no peace. And, and it's not to start a riot or provoke anything, but it is to in, in invoke thought, thinking, critical thinking. That and and so and the narrative that we ultimately see is that. You could be an upstanding citizen in society. You could be teaching your children to do the right things and all this, that, and the third. And here in lies innocent bystanders that, you know, 
are, they become victimized. You know, they become a victim of the circumstance. I forget the young man's name where the officer entered into his apartment, the wrong apartment. Oh, yes. But, not to be funny, but they made the example of the woman. Mm-hmm. The woman cop. Exactly. She killed the man. Yes. But how many others? Right. Other m- male cops oh. have killed someone. Right? Yeah. But yeah. here it is. Now, we gave y'all that. It's like, we gave y'all this winning. We gave y'all this victory. You know, dangling that around. And that's what the people are really tired of. Okay. Um, they, they're tired of getting, here's your little token, here's your little, uh, what you call it, a uh, consolation prize, because oh, yeah. you, your participation award, oh, you know, <laughs> you know, it's like you participated. But at the end of the day, bottom line, like we talked about last week with supporting black-owned businesses, uh-huh. it's a good start to be supporting yeah. each other but the problem is, it's always that one or two bad apples in the bunch that will go against the grain. I mean, but that's that goes all the way back 400 years ago and beyond that you always had someone, they got names for them, but I won't use them on the show. You know, you got the house, oh, you got Uncle the fields. You got Uncle Tom Sambo. There you go. You I know. gave two names. <laughs> <laughs> I was just you know, you got, that, we always had those opposites. So it's going to always, they're going to exist. But then, there you go. but then, and then, the, and ironically, you said about the Watchmen, because I almost forgot about that, where there's an agenda that's usually pushed. Right. And so in this instance, this actually took place during the uh, burning of the Black Wall Street. Okay, the, the time frame of this particular movie was a, the the origin right. of the movie. Isn't Birth of a Nation the name of that? Uh-uh, it's called this particular movie. It was called, called Watchmen. But, but in the great. movie, it's right? Yeah, right. But in yeah. the movie, it does talk about <laughs> the the uh, an agenda that was being pushed so that it will turn blacks against each other. So they the blacks were ultimately. Killing the blacks were the ones killing each other in the movie theater because of what was being programmed and then just whatever was on there, well, it was causing them to do that. I'm slow. I'm saying you gotta watch it, but not to promote the movie. Hold on, what? Yes. Well, let, let us say what the people say. All right. So <laughs> what the people say? Mm. All right, hit them, hit them up. We where we at? I'm right under. Uh, Where we at? I mean, we got some. We got some stuff. So oh. first, we need to be legally armed. Okay. I love. I agree. Second, okay. we are looking for a singular solution. There isn't one. Okay. I agree about that I mean, too. Yeah. We there's definitely this. This thing has to be globally like this pandemic. This has to be a pandemic mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. effect. Um, the letdown is because we're not looking to. Oh, we got to that. We have to be diligent in making the necessary actions to change the futures. Okay. All right. I'm okay with that, Carl. I agree. Mm-hmm. The South is very different than the North. Absolutely. All right. Can you post Thank a link to the page here? Um, what page? Page as in uh, the Black Business Page. Okay. We'll we'll get that together. Bullshit. I'm assuming that's bullshit. Yeah. Slavery today. <laughs> slavery today is in your mind. 
living in the past and having a mentality of the past will keep your mind closed, limited, and distracted let's from stop, your future. Lord. Let's stop right there because I got something to say. I'm going to let the doctor know. All right, so <laughs> your statement is loaded. And the problem with that statement, that mentality is this. You don't know who you're talking to when you say that. Slavery today is in your mind. Do you know that the Third Amendment was created after slavery happened? The 13th Amendment, my bad. The 13th Amendment was created after the Emancipation of Proclamation, which determined that any person that is go to jail, they lose their right of freedom. So they, all, they go back into being slaves. Now, if you understand that, there's a statistic that says that black people get more time for the same crimes than any other racial epithet. So that's one way that slavery is still alive today because everybody smokes weed. Everybody, somebody is selling weed, but it's always a black person that getting that extra type of time. So that's one thing. There's, again, there is a lot of missing black, especially women, girls, that's missing. And we know sex trafficking is the number one illegal organization in the world. That's a form of slavery. So when you say slavery today is just in the mind, that is not fact. That is just your opinion and is not backed up by anything but theory. There are people that's out there that's living this. Now, what I do agree with you is this. If it's not happening to you, then to make it into something, it is in your mind. But you cannot disacknowledge the fact of what people are going through and what's happening as a way to make a point because we got to be careful because I know somebody that did too much time for a crime yeah, that people, that we all make. Mm-hmm. Imagine somebody going to jail for six years for assault. How many of us got in the fights? How many of us put paws on somebody? How many of us beat up somebody? And none of us, we walked away and somebody did six years because of that. So that right there is why I had to kind of stop it and let it mm-hmm. be known that this thing is really happening under our nose. However, I do understand where you're going. Yeah. All right, how do I follow up? But that was a great, <laughs> but I will do my best because Buddha will do his best. So, um, I was having a conversation a long time ago, right? Mm-hmm. I was having a conversation, we talked about the same, the same paragraph, right? So, I was having a conversation a long time ago with my pops, and I asked him a question like, What was the you know, the we got, I mean, what was the, the point? where we figured that this thing was turning left or right as far as, you know, freedom, being black, in a negative and positive way. So he said to me this, our downfall as a as a minority, black minority, in, is when they uh, integrated schools. They gave us a sense of pride and understanding, but they also took away from us the stuff that made us who we are, right? So, let me keep that in mind. Understand where this thing, where the agenda started from. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We're gonna give you a, a little piece of success, 
Mm-hmm. It make you think you you where you're not where you where you you know where you are, and then also snatch the rug up under you without even looking. Right. Another thing, we're talking about the subliminal messages. How do we get what's the popular now? How do we know what color is the favorite color to wear? How do we know sundresses need to be worn in the summer? Other than it's cold and it's hot. Maybe we got too hot and cold. We got summer and spring, right? How do we know what's sexy and what's not? You know what I'm saying? These are subliminal messages that have been sent out to you in other ways that we picked up on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Back in the day, if you were skinny, you know, slender, flat booty, you were okay. And if you were uh, curvy like a uh, chocolate, uh, Foxy Brown, you were only okay in certain, in certain, in, within certain people. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, she's fine, but everybody else, no, she's not. You know what I'm saying? Right. So understand, society today dictates right. what we think is pretty beautiful on what is bad or good. How do you think we, I mean, not all of us, how do we understand that white is pure, black is not? You know, who gave us that idea? You see what I'm saying? (laughs) No, but it makes a lot of sense. You know, like, even with our viewers, like, your input is extremely valuable. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. Don't get anybody, any one of us wrong. Um, And you made another valid point uh, when you made the comment about um, the 400 years ago was racially specific mm-hmm. versus today is economically specific. <clears throat> and so, and, and to, to, a, to your defense, I should say, um, the mentality, we are enslaved because of things mentally. We really are. We hold ourselves in bondage when and 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 it goes beyond just with you know um race a race thing it goes you know when when you are in a relationship and you go into another relationship but you're harboring and you're holding on to what took place at a point in time and it because it, it is all psychological and it's you know it's mental and that's why you know when you go into another relationship you move from one circumstance to the other but you're moving it along and you never really give the new person ample opportunity to get to know you because first of all you know you need to face a man in the mirror okay um and you gotta be you gotta be raw you got to be true. You got to be authentic and with, your, with, with yourself so that you can move on. And so when you don't do that, you do mentally, you hold yourself in hostage. You hold yourself. You're enslaving yourself from past hurt. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't necessarily have to be 400 years ago slavery or Yesterday, slavery or last month, slavery actual racially, racially, it could be emotionally that you're holding yourself at, you know, you enslaving yourself, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Holding yourself in, as a hostage mentally because you're not releasing what took place okay. in your life so that you can move forward. And so that's been the, because black people as a whole, 
and and not and I we're just speaking about blacks, but this is not just a black problem. Right. The it's truth so is, every mm-hmm. ethnicity have their own Facts. circumstances that they have to deal with. Because I'm pretty sure in the white community they have a standard. Because I've talked to my white friends, you know, I got a white friend, and they'll tell you that, you know, well, I have to do this because of mom, I have to do this because of granddad, or I have to do this, like, they have a level to of expectation mm-hmm. that they have to adhere to because it's it has been written for them to be a certain way. Okay. And so what they would like to be over here playing with their friends and just chilling or whatever. Okay. And then they become this fuck up, to Ooh. say the least. That's the easiest I had to use. I couldn't find another word. They become the they become the that black sheep of their family. Okay. That, you know, and then, you know, and then they all those things. So, and then again, Asians, family, oh, communities, oh. Uh, Italians, and all the different ones. There's so much expectations that's placed right. for them to achieve. A, to, there's expectations. And African families are way up there on okay. expectations. But I'm just saying that to say it's not just a black thing, but we're just so talking exclusively people. about it because it's as you oh, mentioned yeah. earlier with the media, mm-hmm. it talks about certain things okay. and it triggers emotions so right. it fires you up to, but then well, what we gonna do then? And, and here's the thing. Now I want to give a light to this. because I, I went dark with this. I want to give a light. You have to understand that the world is changing. Mm-hmm. The reason why media is doing what they're doing is because we, they recognize what's going to happen. In 20 years, whites were not no, no longer going to be the majority. They're not now. No, it's all white in America. Okay. In America. In America. They're not going to be considered majority. That is a shift. So what you see right now is a power struggle mm-hmm. where white people are trying to hold on to the power that they can have. But as evolution happened, and it's part of America undoing because they want to label... Every baby that has an ounce of melanin and they're black, so now they're black. So as more, I ain't gonna go that far. Right. But that's I far. Well, here, here's another part, but to add on what you're saying, yeah. honestly, mm-hmm. about the revolution, it's gonna become. It don't even matter your color. Yeah. Like, not your brain. Not the COVID nineteen. Don't care about your color. Right. It's gonna become to that point that. Uh, it's it it's it, you're gonna be rich or you're gonna be poor. Mm-hmm. So when the when the when the world the new world order comes in, right. you're either gonna be rich or you're gonna be poor. That's what this whole thing. You is. won't be in. There won't be that gray area which ninety nine percent of us fall in that gray area. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, let me say this, Don. I agree with that statement. You cannot you cannot forget the past. You can't be limited by the past. I do agree with that 110%. Okay. And the reason why I agree with that is because the past is our past to reflect and to better ourselves from. All right, time out. Time out. I'm with you. I'm with you. But I'm well. So I'm, I'm going to give you an example of where we're at. 
So, I mean, I like, you know, everybody, most of us watch NFL, right? Football. Yeah. So, they have a thing called the Rooney Rule, right? The Rooney Rule makes every team who is hiring a coach interview a black coach, a black person, a black candidate, before they decide who is the best candidate. So, yet, as it is a great idea, who wants to be the token black person? And unfortunately, I think it started <laughs> off good. I'm going to be honest. They don't give you one. Who really wants Listen. to be? So you, you want to talk about, is it prevalent? It's still prevalent. It's majorly prevalent. But we, in the, in the, especially but in the but. There's levels to this. I'm feeling you can no longer history makes it where the emancipation proclamation mm-hmm. makes it. You can't just tie people up and make them slaves. But what we can do is we can tie you economically, we can <clears throat> tie your events, your event <clears throat> advantages. We can limit your resources. We can do everything to make it seem like, you know what? When you fail, no one can say you're a free man physically. But mentally, they mess with you so much that you came this. And the thing is, does it make you a victim, though? Now, okay, so now to ask that question about victim, this there are victim black people out there, and there are people who's just oppressed to the point that they are dealing with PTSS, which is post traumatic slave slave syndrome. So, this is something that is going on now. I do believe that you are a product of your environment until you become aware of your environment. Then right. you are a product of your choices. <laughs> Absolutely. So there are people who are a product of their choices. They are victims. They take on the victims because they haven't made the great choices and they blame it on their circumstances. But they knew what their circumstances was and they chose to do the same thing that put them in that same situation. There and are some then, disadvantages. And, yeah, and that's what I'm going to. Right. Now, there are people who are truly disenfranchised mm-hmm. and truly different, and they are suffering because of these stuff. Mm-hmm. And trust me, I, I and, and salute to you, Don Williams, because you're bringing up some great points from an opposite standpoint Absolutely. that we have to have this discussion, and I truly appreciate it because we, this is, it's a, it's, because you're not, to me, I don't think you're wrong. And let me say this. I think you're making some solid points because these are the things that we, these are the tough talks that we got to have within ourselves. Right. That right now, we are free. We are free mm. physically. Now, the laws don't favor us that much. But again, so if you, but I'm going to say this. If you know that it's going to be harder on you because of who you are than the next person, then you got to make yourself better than the next person. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm with you. I'm so with you. I'm, I'm there with you. But now I'm going to ask this question. You say we are free. But this pandemic is showing me a little something different. All right? Now all of a sudden, right? Now all of a sudden... <laughs> They can take away everything that we hold dear to us and sit us here 
trying to figure out how we're going to live in this new time. It is taking you back to, it's going to take you to a point where the thing, you're going to go back to the basics. That's what, that's what's going to happen at this point. That's what should have been happening at this point. So all the the price reductions and all these different things and and, and, and all of that, everything that's happened over the last two months Mm -hmm. here in your areas, wherever you are. That is exactly what, that is, this is not what we're going to call foundation. This is what your parents have been training you for, okay? It was you, like you said, when you realize you can make a choice, you know, you know this is the environment you're from, but Mm -hmm. then at some point you got to start making a choice, Okay. right? So, but then there are those circumstances don't get me wrong. I know all about them, not personally, but I've seen it. Where, but then I, I, I can say I do know about it. I guess personally, but nevertheless, mm-hmm. you have to get to a point where, all right, yes, I, I may not have came up with a silver spoon, but I wasn't in that bad of a situation. So if you come up in a circumstance where this is your, this is your situation, products of the environment, and now you that. At some point, you know, you got to want to, to, to want better. And, and I guess it's kind of bad to say because I didn't have this problem, issue, I guess. But I know that there was somebody that was out there. But the problem really boils down to your family, your, you know, the environment that you're in. Because if ain't nobody doing right, no matter how well you try to do, the struggle is going to be harder. You know what I'm saying? But with this whole pandemic and all of that, what it moving fast forward and you know into what in the now we cannot it you know where we like oh i i want to go get my hair done i need my nails done like those are things that you really don't need don't there's not a need and so it puts you in that situation where now you playing the victim because we started with what do you mean? i don't want to go you can't tell me i can't go outside i'm gonna I'm go outside i'm gonna go outside now they're like well go outside then you go look, outside. I need to look good, baby. I understand. You need to look good. <laughs> that, you know, so, that, so we were we we're feeling oh, like we're Lord. we're a victim because we they they the system told us we can't go outside. Okay, I put you. Because see, the problem is when they take your options, they cho- your choices, you take it away from you. You feel like you can't take that from me. Well, yes, I can. Okay. At any time, I can take it away from you. resources on what you create, you still can create. So when you realize peace is within, you don't need anybody to give you because they can't give or take away what you have. There are people who are in prison right now that are at peace. We don't, they may not ever come out in jail or they may come out and do some great things when they come out. 
because they prepared themselves internally to capitalize. Peace is within who we are. And many times we want peace. And this what this, this quarantine has taught me is to recognize that all the things that we think we need, we really don't need. Mm. Listen, I got, listen, this is my hair right here. <laughs> I haven't got it cut in a minute. But guess Why what? Why you wearing a hat? Guess what? <laughs> <laughs> like I am too. Listen, yeah, but guess were. what? I still look like a snack to somebody that's watching. And that's be real. I mean, when you somebody say, is watching. Oh, when you say snack, what snack are you going with? Listen, I'm talking, <laughs> I'm talking about that that snack that you get at four or five star restaurants okay. that you just can't see on the menu and get. You gotta be you gotta be on you gotta be on a whole nother level to oh, get this type of okay. snack. So I'm asking, so, so I'm asking this question: Are you single? I'm not single. Okay, so you can't get your snack for one person. The truth is, no. Technically, I'm a whole meal to that. Whole meal. I'm a whole meal. But the reality is this: all these things does not make you lesser. And makes you realize that you don't need all of that to be great. Yeah. You don't need all of that to excel. Yeah. You don't need all of that to be someone. Okay, your job not hiring? Cool. You have a skill. And I talked about it in this book. You have a skill that people are going to pay money for. And don't think because this thing is slowed down and stopped. People are still making money. Money is still being made. Money is still being circulated. The stock prices might have fell so much, but we're not in a depression. We're not crashing. We're not in a recession. So money is still being made. So this, this we have to recognize is that this thing has just taught us to get back to our essence of who we are. Mm -hmm. And you need to get back to your essence. If we haven't done so, let's do it now. All right. All right. So our final what the people say, and then we're going to close, okay? And so the maestro is going to be getting ready to get the music right. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. So... Uh, first of all, before I read it, thank you all for tuning in, being very patient with mm -hmm. us, uh, you know, and, you know, showing your love and support as you always do. So once again, thank you, old sippers. Thank you, new sippers. Uh, thank you all sippers. for upcoming sippers. Make sure you like, follow, and share our page. Javon, level up, got the love. All of the above, the link is going to be posted. It's, it's, already, it's already posted. So, if you're looking to uh, get more information about it and you would like to like like his pages and follow him to see any upcoming uh, books or, you know, book clubs or any activity that he may have, you'll be more than able to look that information up, right? right. So, the last, um, what do people say? There are plenty of rich black folks who are not moving us forward as a whole. I agree. Example, Jay-Z, Drake, Kanye, Dr. Dre, Oprah, Bob Johnson, MJ, Tiger Woods, etc. We could really take control of our own destiny. All right. I'm going to end on that one. So, I'm going to say this. We can name drop all we want, but as in everything that we in life, 
it starts at the base level. So we can't worry about what the next man doing per se, but just like the president, he can only affect so much, but our mayor, you know, our governor, everything personally within our own sector is really what's important to us. Right. You feel me? I so, so when that being said is, we can't look to Tiger Woods, Dr. Dre and them to change what's going on right in front of us when we're right here. We need to look to the guys left and right who can change what's going on in front of us in order to make a difference with us. And then we can take share our knowledge and how we got to this point with the next person. Yeah, but I would love to see these big ticket, these big ticket holders of the coins dropping it instead of going to these different third world countries so they can get these tax write-offs and you know other things like that. No, not all. I ain't saying don't do it, but I need to see it dropping like it's hot right here within our individual community so that we can have the grocery stores. But let me say this. Let me say this. I agree with exactly what you said. It'd be great that they have it. But one thing I recognize is that again. Temper our expectations. Oh, that's what you started with. <laughs> temper our expectations. We no longer hold them responsible, meaning that they decide to do that. That's to clap it up. But if they don't do it, we're not expecting it. We need to stop expecting so much from people because, especially if we're not in the position that they are. Because we don't know what the, the opposition they face. We don't know what they're dealing with and stuff like more that. Money, more the problem. one thing I do is this. Everybody like to criticize. There's people that criticize Obama because of what he didn't do and all that. He did a lot. He became president. All of them did a lot. And that's my thing. And I want to end what I say is this. All those names, Bob Johnson, Kanye West, Dr. Dre, Jay-Z, everybody that was named in that situation, Oprah, Bob Johnson, um, Tiger Woods, all those people that, that was named, they still black and they still achieve a level of greatness that not a lot of can achieve. If they could do it, what, what made them so different than you? Because the only thing that they did was become experts in their field. What's stopping you from being an expert in the field? Okay. Boom, boom. Thank you all. You all were wonderful. Cue the music maestro. Same time next week, same energy. Same time, same energy. Same time, same energy. It's real, man. I'm glad y'all came through. Appreciate everybody who commented. Let's keep that momentum. Level up. Level up.